This episode is brought to you by R1RCM, a leading provider of technology-driven solutions that transform the financial performance of hospitals, health systems, and medical groups. R1 delivers proven, scalable operating models that power sustainable improvements to net patient revenue while reducing operating costs. To learn how you can build a future-ready revenue cycle today, visit us at www.r1rcm.com slash Beckers. Hello and welcome to the Beckers Hospital Review podcast. My name is Will Riley from R1RCM. With me in the podcast studio today is Jeffrey Hoffman. Jeffrey is Chief Medical Officer of Cambridge Health Alliance and President of the Physician Organization there. Jeffrey, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Let's start by uh, learning a little bit more about you, Jeffrey, and maybe you can tell us uh, as well more about Cambridge Health Alliance. All right, and you can call me Jeff. Uh, only when I'm in trouble am I Jeffrey. You got uh, You're not in trouble yet. It's, no. We're only got going here. So. Good, good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so the Cambridge Health Alliance, uh, my, my background is uh, I'm an otolaryngologist, otherwise known as your nose and throat physician. I'm still practicing. Uh, I am... Uh, the chief medical officer of the Cambridge Health Alliance. I've been there about two and a half years. The Cambridge Health Alliance is a safety net system within Cambridge, Massachusetts. It's part of safety net hospitals for the Harvard. Uh, it's related to Harvard. Uh, we have our academic appointments through Harvard. We have our own residency programs in behavioral health, as well as internal medicine and dentistry. And we actually Interestingly, we have family medicine residents from Tufts that come on over to us. So we're related to many uh, organizations within the Boston area, but key uh, tie is with the uh, Harvard Medical System where we get our academic appointments. So we have three hospitals. Uh, we have approximately 300 beds, uh, very large behavioral health system. About half of our beds are behavioral health. Uh, we do full service uh primary care, uh, full service uh, ambulatory care, uh, primary care, behavioral health, all the specialties, uh, do basic med surge, some tertiary uh, care in the in the ORs in the hospitals. And, uh, and uh, we're a very mission-driven organization. Prior to coming to the Cambridge Health Alliance, I was a chief operating officer for Kaiser Permanente in Atlanta, where I built the medical group uh, and internalized 24 specialties. And personally, there hired over 400 providers. So uh, went to basically every restaurant in Atlanta. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> okay, let's talk a little bit then about the provider landscape. Um, how many providers are, do you have actually? With, with it, uh, well, Credential, probably over a thousand, but okay. uh, and within the physician organization, about 750. Got you. Okay. So we all know that the healthcare landscape has changed a lot, driven by the economy, particularly over the last couple of years. Costs have been increasing, largely driven by wage inflation, right. as well as all sorts of other costs increasing. What, what's been that? What, what's that like for you as the president of the physician organization what are some of the sign symptoms that you see yeah well i think uh, there's a shortage of providers uh, throughout the united states as well as there's a shortage of ancillary help within uh, the hospital and ambulatory systems which then puts more stress on our providers so uh 
recruiting uh, certain specialties are harder than others. Uh, when I first got to Cambridge Health Alliance, uh, we had trouble bringing in physicians uh, from, I revamped our compensation scale to make it uh, much more competitive and much more explainable. Uh, and that has really, really helped in terms of recruiting. And then uh, when you recruit, you got to recruit people that believe in your vision and your mission. And we are a very mission-driven organization. And my goal as chief medical officer is to improve improve the care within the system and then so that what that means is taking the burden off of the providers so they can do what they want to do which is take care of patients and i'm doing that by a variety of ways you're in a very uh, crowded market in boston obviously right. lots of very large providers are around you how how do you differentiate you said through your mission is that really it is that how you attract the right yeah folks? yeah well we have uh you know, we take care of a vulnerable population. We're a public health hospital, uh, unique, and uh, we're safety net. Uh, and so we, we have a unique vision. And it, it's interesting because there are a lot of vulnerable patients in the Cambridge area and Somerville area and Everett, though Cambridge and Somerville have higher, one of the highest per capita. So we take care of the community as well as the paying community, as well as uh, the people who need us. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, and it's unique from that point of view. I see. How? What's your? What does the profile of your uh, employee physician look like right now? Are you dealing with an aging workforce as well? Are people or are people? How? Why are people moving out of the the workforce? Yeah, well, I think uh, we have an aging workforce, which I think is common throughout the United States, uh, and you just got to keep uh, replenishing, and uh, you know. Uh, Older physicians or providers are great because they have knowledge and they bring a ton to the table. And newer physicians uh, keep uh, keep the thought process and uh, the innovation going. So I think you want to have a mix of your workforce. But uh, uh, we don't have our turnover rate. I just looked at this the other day. Our turnover rate is lower now than it's been uh, in in. 14 years uh, at Cambridge Health Line. So people are staying and we're on, and I think that's because we're doing things to make their lives better within our organization. Yeah. Okay. Can we talk a little bit about um, payment models, reimbursement models? Mm -hmm. uh, what does that look like for an organization like you today? Yeah, no, about 60% of our patients are, uh, are Medicaid uh, sa uh, safety net patients and about a third of our revenue comes from like an ACO and uh, like the 1115 waiver. And then we have uh, commercial insurance too. And we're also uh, uh, the un the uninsured as part of our population. Of course, right. Is the ACO model working well for you and productively? Or are you having any uh, challenges? Uh, I took over the ACO when I got there, which was different than when I was at Kaiser Permanente. And I am still learning, though I am knee deep in it every day. Uh, we have, believe it or not, with our ACO and all our different contracts, we have about 128 different metrics that we're responsible for financially. So uh, kind of I revamped uh, prior to my getting there, we had there was something called the ACO. And what that was is they were just focused on contracts. And what happened is that they were at odds with uh, our providers because the ACO would tell the providers what to do and the providers would say, yeah, that's nice, but that's not one I want to work on. I revamped it and I now call it population health where we're providing the same care for every patient, no matter what insurance that they have. And that has worked a lot better. I've restructured that. I looked at all our metrics and 
I basically, we basically made a graph of uh, the most important clinically versus the most uh, important financially. And those in the top right-hand corner mm. are, are what we focus on. I, we now have uh, meetings, monthly meetings with uh, the owners of the, there are three different streams as behavioral health. There is uh, integrated care, which is primarily primary care, and then the hospital metrics. And we have monthly meetings. We go over the metrics. We make sure that we're doing everything we need to do. And those who need help will report out, and we pitch in as an organization to get it done. Do you have challenges bringing the physician workforce along with you? It sounds like there's potentially some a lot of administrative burden to some of that, which you're trying to mitigate. But... What does that look like and how do you how do you keep the team sort of on board and doing what they need to do? Yeah, I think the key is that you want the provider, you know, whenever you're going to uh, ask providers to do so, it, it's got to be about patient care and quality. So mm -hmm. as long as they realize what we're doing is in the best interest of the patients, they usually go along with that pretty well. Uh, and sometimes you have to incent people. And what I mean by that is uh, when I first got there, our HCC coding was... 68%, which was much lower than what I wanted it to be. Mm. I put an incentive in uh, to code and uh, and uh, now people were, were up to 88%. Mm. So in like three months, we got it up. Sometimes you, with providers, if you incent the behavior you want, you will get that behavior. Right, right, right. Let's switch gears as we come towards the end now and spend a few minutes talking about the patient, uh, mm -hmm. if we can, please, um, particularly in your uh, environment. It's very interesting. I'm interested in how you are opening up access to care right. to the communities that you serve. Yeah, I am a, a firm believer that access floats all boats. And what I mean by that is that you, you provide much better care when patients can get in to see you when they need to see you. I think providers are happier when they have access to see those patients as opposed to when their schedules are so full and they get called and they don't know what to do with it. So uh, my my main focus for this year and next year has been on access and, uh, and that means with primary care it's growing our panel and making sure that uh, the the patients that are being seen by primary care are appropriate to be seen versus what can be seen in a nurse advice or same-day televisit by someone else and i'm also measuring access with those specialties with book to scenes and that's the uh, the average time from a new a new patient appointment to when they're actually seen my goal is to get that this year to 21 days, the next year it's down to 14 days. So the goal is opening up all appointments. And then once we have appropriate access, my plan is to put appointments online. Uh, and so patients can make uh, their appointments online like we all do for, uh, you know, hotels, uh, right. uh, you know, taking your airline. And then the argument in my organization will be a lot of the vulnerable pa patients are not uh, technologically savvy. So, uh, but but if I can open that up, then uh, those patients that still need to call in will have to wait on the whole call lines and everything. It will free up the people who can help them in a, in a better fashion. So uh, there's a major push on access. And I think that's how we're going to knock it out of the park by uh, improving access, getting a patient seen, and uh, which is very difficult. And not just in our uh, organization throughout the Boston area. Are you patients bringing um, those that are more te 
technologically savvy are they bringing an expectation for that kind of experience to to you i think there are yes i think yeah. there's a need to that for that and we recognize that and we've we've opened up some appointments like in mammograms we we mm. do online so there were dipping our toe in the water and uh we're you know uh in the next year or so hopefully we'll be exploding in it right right what about other ways of engaging with the community in healthcare? Um, you know, beyond beyond access. Uh, any other local initiatives? Uh, yeah. So we have uh, we're very much into using community health partners and reaching out. Uh, you know, we have uh, it's uh, because of the large behavioral health uh, uh, organization that we have. We we're uh state of massachusetts set up a uh, community based health center which is a new way of taking care of uh, behavioral health so everyone uh, who needs to be seen they could just walk in and be seen we have urgent cares uh you know to be and then follow up within 14 days and also using our community partners when uh there are resources out in the community so we're all about a partnering with community and actually the cambridge health alliance uh the ceo of the cambridge health alliance is also uh the head of cambridge health right. it comes with the title right okay you mentioned opening up access as your big priority for 2024 um getting those uh that wait time down right. i should say um what else is on your agenda for for next year well, what else? Uh, it, it's basically uh, it's growth, uh, hiring the right specialists and uh, more primary care providers that I need, uh, that uh, the organization needs. It's a facilities planning to make sure that we're using our facilities properly. Where with the access is template management. I'm, I'm standardizing templates uh, so we know that everyone's working their contracted hours and we're getting uh, and we're being efficient with the schedules that we have. Uh, uh, the ACO is a key, uh, as uh, we said before, making sure that we can get the money that we need to keep providing care. And uh, it's making sure we're, we change the referral system. We're trying to keep as much care within our organization as possible. And uh, it's using data. We're using data to make smart decisions within the Cambridge Health Alliance. Like right now, I instituted a plan where if someone wants to hire a new doc or they need to replace a doc, they have to do an SBAR with uh with the data to show that that's uh that it's necessary and appropriate and and we're dipping our toe into ai to help the providers and the key is another thing is burnout making sure the providers have are they supported and they have other things to do that keep them interested and tied to the organization right. jeff thank you it's been fascinating hearing your perspective okay. really appreciate your time thank you for having me i really appreciate it thank you okay.